podcast where we explain people and why they do all the crazy, annoying, amazing, inspiring things that they do. I'm Coach Kim Giles, and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. And we're going to spend this show talking about the most dependable people on the planet. Do you know which shape I'm talking about, Sarah? Oh, I think I do. You've got to be talking about ovals. The last shape on the task line, and I will explain what that means. There are four value systems on the 12 shape chart when you look at it. The people, they highly value people. And then there's people that highly value tasks and people that highly value things and people that highly value ideas. Now we all highly value people, but some of us a little more and all these other things a little bit more. So we have been talking about the task-driven shapes lately, covered diamonds and arrows, and today we're going to talk about ovals. If you miss the other shows, you can always go back and catch them on um, the Explain People podcast. And ovals are pretty interesting, Kim. They're kind of overlooked sometimes, aren't they? They are. They are really overlooked a lot of the time. And so I'm, I'm excited that we're going to spend a whole show just talking about these sweet, dependable, kind people that we often don't notice. And that sounds weird, but ovals are generally pretty shy and quiet. And they don't make their presence known in a room. They also don't have a lot of ego in play, but they just sometimes are so quiet and they prefer to stay out of the spotlight. And so they kind of blend into the wallpaper. And seriously, sometimes we don't notice them. I was thinking the other day, my daughter was watching The the Bachelorette. And all of a sudden, they send this guy home. And we're both going, who is that? We haven't noticed him the whole show. (laughs) Who is that guy? And he was a noble. And it was just a riot to me that, once again, we didn't even notice that he was on the show. (laughs) Yeah, I bet it was pretty hard to try to find some celebrities that are ovals then if they just kind of blend into the background. Yeah, let me tell you, I looked and looked and looked to find some famous people that are ovals. And then I had this really funny thought that when you watch a TV show and there's a little extra in the back that's the waitress or whatever and she's going about her business and never says anything, that's the oval. Hmm. time they just they don't like the spotlight they don't like to be the leader they prefer to be the follower and because of that they're not going to be in the spotlight as a celebrity Hmm. but i did finally think of someone that i'm almost positive is a noble okay all of you know okay are you ready i'm ready who is it abraham lincoln Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, when I when we you look at a picture of him, you'll notice that he's very thin. He's mm-hmm. very thin and just kind of the way he handled himself, he he's was more quiet. And I was always intrigued with Abraham Lincoln because as a child, my dad used to call me Abraham Lincoln and I got the nickname because I ran for office every time there was a school election and I always lost. I oh. lost every election <laughs> that I tried. Oh. And that's Abraham Lincoln's story. I don't know how many people know that, but he ran for office and tried all these things and he was, he failed over and over and over again before finally winning and because becoming the president of the United States. But I've loved that story kind of arise from someone who was discounted a little bit. Absolutely. A president. Yeah. I never knew that story. That is very cool. That says a lot about a personality. Who else did you find? And there's one other really cool famous person that I think was a noble. Rosa Parks. 
And I hope you guys all know who she was, but she was the African-American lady who wouldn't give up her seat on the bus. And she made that stand for civil rights, you know, so she's very famous for being strong enough to do that. But she was a small lady, mm-hmm. she was a skinny, small little woman. And that's what we find most ovals are kind of thin and, and just quiet. She was not vocal, right? Even after she was arrested and, and the, everything that went down, we never heard a lot from her. It wasn't stand up for your rights. It was a very quiet rebellion a little bit there. So that speaks really quite loud for ovals, doesn't it? It really does. And how cool that we've got two really amazing people because they really are. Ovals are kind and good and dependable. They honestly are some of the best human beings on the planet. Now we all have the same value, but you know what I mean? They Hmm. just are are kind and, and good. They really are. Ovals are also very much rule keepers. They're hardworking. They do what they're supposed to do. Nicole often referred to them as obedient. Mm. They just are good followers. They'll follow the leader. They'll do anything they're asked to do and they'll get it done. And you know, they're just super dependable. Wow. Okay. Very cool. I like what we're hearing about ovals. And you know, as, as we talk about them, I'm thinking about maybe a few more people I know that are ovals. Cause I only have one friend when she took the quiz, she was an oval. And when she did, I was like, Oh, that is her. She's such a people pleaser. She will do anything for you. The sweetest of all sweet people. So, but as we're going through here, I'm thinking, Hmm, maybe I do know some more ovals. Yeah. I think, I think everybody knows someone like this and they're very organized. Hmm. And hard workers. We see a lot of them as accountants. Jobs like that where they just have to go through all the numbers. And they are really task focused. They get a lot done. They just do it a little quieter than everybody else. Okay. How about like kind of easygoing, seems like. Easy to please. Kind of go with the flow kind of Yeah. Very easy to please. But a pleaser, right? So a lot of times Mm -hmm. they, they don't stand up for themselves. They don't say no. They don't enforce boundaries. They just sort of take what they get. Yeah. My friend was stuck in a place where she really didn't want to be in a job for a long time and didn't move out because she felt like she couldn't. They need me, right? That sounds very oval-like. Oh, very oval-like. They don't have a, they don't have a strong sense of who they are, like a strong identity. So they'll often kind of like identify with the people in a group. Oh, wow. That is so accurate for her. So what do we see when they are starting to lean towards a fear state? Okay. So their fear of failure dominant. So when they start to feel unappreciated, unwanted, not included, and that they, they aren't good enough, this is what will knock them into out of balance. Hmm. And really, we'll see them withdraw even more, be more weak, more quiet. They are kind of prone to anxiety though. And they can kind of have anxiety issues and, and get to where they feel safer if they pull away from people. Wow. But then they might pull away, then they're at home, then no one's talking to them. Sounds like depression could kick in. Yeah, it can. We see out of balance ovals who just seem weary, like weary of life a little bit. So tired. Yeah, I'm fighting this fight and nobody cares, right? Oh, man. Yeah, But, but listen, even in an out of balance state, they're not a bother. Like even their out of balance behavior is pretty easy going. <laughs> That's so we true. Just don't see drama. We don't, you know, they oh, don't wow. conflict. 
they'll tell you often whatever you want to hear to avoid conflict because they don't want to go there. Mm, okay. Which is a problem because they end up betraying themselves too much. You know, if we don't stand up and enforce a boundary, we're, we're betraying our own needs, putting ourselves last and ovals will do that. Oh man. So what do we see when they're really out of balance then? So I would say really close down. A matter of fact, I've been coaching a woman who's an oval and she got to the place where she hardly left her house. She didn't feel comfortable interacting with people. So she just had walls up to protect herself. And she did get super discouraged and depressed with life being that way. That wasn't what she wanted, but it felt safer than putting herself out there. So they just will have extreme worthiness issues when they're really out of balance. Okay. You know, what's funny is I, I've actually been trying to identify my dad's shape. This sounds like him, a complete giver, an over giver. And then if he's not feeling worthy, he's just at home. And he's been even labeled a homebody sometimes. Really? Yes. This is starting to fit him. I also want to tell you, I picked the oval for this shape because they are similar to a circle in some ways. They have the kindness and they love people and and a lot of that, but they're just not as outgoing, a little more shy. Okay. Insecure. They are super good workers though. I love to hire an oval because they're so dependable. They will always get the work done. They'll be honest. They'll be diligent. So they make super great employees, but I'll often ask them, would you prefer to be the leader or the follower in a group? And they go, oh yeah, I don't want to be the leader. I'm perfectly happy being the follower. And you know you've got an oval because that's one of the only shapes that feels that way. Yes, absolutely. We've talked about the other two shapes on the task line, diamonds and arrows. And it was like, arrows definitely wanted to be the leader, right? They were like, oh yeah, I'd rather lead than follow. Yeah, because the rest of us want things to go the way we want to do it. So we want to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And ovals are just happy with with what they get. They really are. And I find in coaching, one of the big jobs with an oval is to help them find a sense of identity and value in who they are. And so it isn't always about serving other people, but they can learn to shine a little bit themselves. I'd really like to see an oval who can score some wins on the board and start to build up some confidence and really feel more worthy. Mm-hmm. Because if we can get them there, they'll speak their truth more. They'll stand up for themselves. They'll really show up in the world. So what happens to an oval when they make a mistake? Like if they feel bad about something that happened? Yeah, they're going to take it hard. Okay. And especially if the mistake meant people are disappointed in them, that's what they really don't want. They don't want to have people disappointed in them. That's just terrible. So they try so hard. I think they're dependable because they're trying so hard to please and do everything right. So it can really crush them. Yeah, absolutely. Disappointed in them. We are really describing my dad. We really are. This is so cool. Now I know. Now I know how to approach him. This is so great. I think I told you in one of the other shows when I got to do the training with the Future Farmers of America kids, and we had hundreds, and those sweet ovals, they expressed this, that people just don't see us. And that's okay, because we don't want to be in the spotlight, but we often don't get included. And that's what I think I want everybody to be aware of. If you've got ovals in your life, reach out to them and include them. Invite them to go with you. 
because they're so quiet, they just often don't even get invited. And that's heartbreaking to me, right? As an octagon, if I don't get included, whoa, that's a dagger, right? So for you to even say that out loud, if they don't get included, that like hurts. I think of that. Yes, I can do that. I can reach out. Yeah, we need to. Because like, if we're thinking, oh, let's have a party, who would be fun? The oval is going to be the bottom of the list. And so we don't think, oh, let's make sure we invite them. But they need and want that so much to feel included and part of the group and valued. So the rest of us have got some work to do to include some of these other shapes that we always tend to overlook. Okay, so what can we do? What can we do to help an oval? We need to remind them of certain things that we we do for everybody in all the shapes, and that's to make sure that they see their value is intrinsic and absolute, right? That was the first one. Yeah, that's a big one. I also want them to recognize that being an oval is awesome. You are an amazing person, so good and so dependable. And stop trying to be a different shape. Don't expect yourself to be the outgoing life at the party. And I think a lot of ovals are like, what's wrong with me? I'm broken. I'm so shy. I need to be different than this. And the biggest thing we want them to hear is don't try to be any other shape. Just rock oval. Rock oval. Have your magic and rock it. Yeah. Um, I I want ovals to take some pride in being who they are and really love all those qualities and attributes that make them so awesome. I would also want them to have boundaries and take care of themselves too, because they're so service minded that taking care of themselves is the bottom of the list. And then they kind of crash because their bucket's empty and they feel unappreciated and uncared about. Well, part of that is your job. If you're an oval, you got to say no to service and yes to some self-care. I love that. And you know, one other thing that I've learned from you, Kim, that we haven't talked about yet on this show is life being a classroom, not a test. Can you talk about that a little bit for an oval? Yeah. So we talked about that kind of in the first couple shows that fear of loss really creates kind of this, I'm not safe in the world feeling. And we all have it, though our fear of loss dominant shapes have it more. We all struggle with a little bit of this unsafe in the world. And ovals, I would say, definitely would fall into that camp, even though their fear of failure dominant, they don't necessarily feel safe in the world. So they've got to start trusting that there's order in the universe and that things that happen are all happening for them. Things don't happen to us, they happen for us. Well, at least we have the option of seeing them that way if we want to. And it does take some of that loss out and make us feel safer if we we believe the universe is on our side. That is so great, Kim. What about parenting an oval? What is that like? Okay, so your job is to teach them to speak up and speak their truth. Keep providing them safe opportunities to talk and really express how they feel and what they want. And help them find a sense of identity and put some wins on the board. So we've got to find some activities where they can shine, where they can be successful and feel included and really build this up so that they can tell that they are worthy, that they belong, that they're good at things. We probably have to do more work to help them create self-worth, confidence, than we would any other kids. I can see it oval being very comparing to other people in the world. That's not me. I'm not like that. What's wrong with me? I'm not good enough. I can definitely see that in an oval. So just reminding them that 
their magic lies in their kindness and their dependability and things like that to really remind them of where their magic is. Yeah. You know how many benefits there actually are to being shy? There's so many benefits. People who are shy think more before they speak. How I don't know what that would be like. That? The rest of us <laughs> don't do that. And it would serve us to think before we speak, right? Very much. People who are shy observe more. They're watching things. They pick up on stuff that the rest of us miss because they're watching. There's, there's huge gifts in being an oval and being quieter. And there are qualities that the rest of us ought to learn. So we do, we want our, our ovals to stop feeling broken, that you're not as outgoing, that you're not a natural leader, right? Let's let all that go and really embrace who you are and those gifts and talents because you, you should, you have magic and you're amazing. You know, I think that was the big thing for me when I started learning the 12 Shapes program was that it really showed me that I'm not broken. Nobody else is broken. We all just have different ways of functioning in the world. We all just have different personalities and that is the magic and I love it. So if you're listening to our show today and thinking, wow, I really wonder what my shape is. I really wonder what my partner shape is. Now, if you're going to have your kid take the quiz, you probably should help them help them get through the quiz. My son is 11 and we helped him get through the quiz and his result was very accurate. So if you've gone to the 12shapes.com and you've taken the quiz or you're getting ready to do that, make sure you do it with someone else, a spouse or a close friend that can help you take the quiz because what I have witnessed happen is people answer the questions for how they want to be, not necessarily what their true behavior is. So I helped my husband take the quiz and we nailed his shape. And we're going to talk about his shape coming up on the next show. Um, he's a rhombus. But I really think he would not have selected some of the answers that he did and we wouldn't have gotten his shape right. So make sure that you're sitting with them or that they're taking you take the quiz with a friend or a close loved one. Yeah, really good suggestion. And make sure you guys, if you want to invite other people to take the quiz, do it from inside the, the app. If you send those invites from inside the app, then your accounts will be linked and you can see each, each other's shapes. And that's my favorite part of the app is that you can do that. Well, I took the quiz and then just kind of went, okay, that's my shape. And I watched my video and that was great. And then I, I got the book, the 12 Shapes book, which we haven't talked about too much, the People Guidebook. But then I didn't even realize I could go in and log back in. So even after you take the quiz, you can log back, log back in. There's a ton of free content in there to talk about your shape and how to interact with other shapes. It's a great website. Yeah. Awesome. So go to 12shapes.com and check it out. Awesome. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening today and hope you'll join us next week for another episode of Explain People, because when you know better, you can do better. So join us again next week for some more of Explain People.